The One Tough Mother Podcast. The One Tough Mother Show is real talk with special guests, including industry leaders, celebrities, and amazing women who've overcome adversities to work their way to the top and are willing to share their real life lessons. Remember, you don't have to be a mother to be one tough mother. It's all about you. And welcome to the One Tough Mother Show. Holy. I drove home from work tonight and it's snowing unbelievably eight to nine inches. What do you think of that, dude? Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's a family show. Um, I drove just an hour too and uh, these cars were hitting these slushy puddles and blinding me. So I just had to gun it, get past them. I, you know, it took me, uh, my commute's usually like 43, 45. Took me an hour and 21 minutes. And the roads are empty. We're lucky, right? Oh, you know what? Actually, I was thinking that. I was thinking to myself, I'm all good with being the only one on the road. I mean, then if something happened, it's my bad. But I'm all good with being the only person on the road. I had to get home from my jambalaya. Oh, wait a minute. Who? Where'd you get the jambalaya at? Well, yesterday, Melissa said, here, here's a recipe for jambalaya. Go buy all the ingredients and then make it for me. Wait, you made it? Yeah. Oh, dude, my son makes the, my oldest son, Troy, makes the best jambalaya. What'd you put in it? It's the second best. Um, I put in shrimp. Yep. Sausage, chicken, vegetables, rice, tomatoes. Oh my gosh. Is it killer good? Uh, Instant Pot. Have I talked about the Instant Pot before? No, I don't think I've heard you say much about the Instant Pot. Uh, I've had it for a little while now, like a year and a half. It's the best thing ever. It's like it's like a crock pot or pressure cooker on steroids. It it cooks everything fast, but also really, really good. You know, I'm going to buy that for Troy. 30 minutes. Really? Yeah. Instant. I'm going to get that for Troy. Is it something you put on top of the stove or is it something you plug no. in? What do you do with it? Plug in. Oh. Anybody's listening, they know if they have Instant Pot, they know. It's just It's just awesome. Sounds like a groovy. It's is it like a crock pot on steroids? You said you can do anything. I've boiled eggs in there. You we haven't done. You can make desserts, like cakes and stuff. We haven't gone there yet, but we've made a bunch of stuff in there, and everything's really comes out really good. But it's just a crock pot on steroids. And pressure cooker, yeah. Oh, it's a pressure cooker too. Yeah. Oh, dude, my story with a pressure cooker. I'm like 22. Uh-uh. I have the old world pressure cooker where you put the valve on the top and. Oh, yeah, make sure you're careful with that. Throw that under, you know, the whole nine yards. That baby, like, blew. And I that was the end for me. I've never used a pressure cooker since. Is that true? True story. This thing has a um, – I'm eating it right now. It's kind of rude, but this thing has a, um, a sealer and a venter. So once you're done cooking, you you can't even open it unless you vent it first. Oh, dude, I'm sending him this. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, this is something he'd I mean, love. He's I mean, shrimp it. right now. Huh? Are you got a mouthful of jambalaya? You can't talk? I can talk. Let's do the show. Oh, my Let's God. The show this week is amazing. I mean, you know what? When I say dress for success, like everybody I've spoken to, I was like, hey, you know, I have the CEO, you know, Joy Gordon, dress for success. They think of people like... Donating suits, donating skirts, donating blouses and tops. And, 
you know, helping these women find outfits to go out and find a career. You know, and when I found out the the depth and breadth of what Dress for Success was, I was like stunned. Like this company who's like, I think it's in a, it's in 160 locations in 29 countries, I think. Wow. It, yeah, it's insane. It does so much for women. Like, I just can't get over it. In fact, you know me, I'm always hunting for something new, dude. I might, I might like call Joy back up and say, hey, hook me up. What do you think of that? I think that's a wonderful idea. Oh, really? Sure. Why not? Oh, well, you're the best, my friend. Anyway, when we come back, we're going to have Joy Gordon on from Dress for Success. It's an amazing, amazing organization. I, I mean, I'm just thrilled by it. And in the meantime, excuse Seth chowing down on jambalaya, please. So it's with great pleasure and respect that Seth and I welcome to the One Tough Mother Show, the CEO, globally, globally, friends, for Dress for Success, Joy Gordon. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We are so excited to have you on the show because what you do is just so amazing and so incredible and it helps so many women. I just can't wait to talk to you about it. However, I have to set the stage. Joy, you have to talk to us about you because the One Tough Mother show is all about you. Tell us where you came from and how you got involved. Sure. Oh my God, now it's 20 years ago. It feels like yesterday, but it really is 20 years ago that um, I was in New York City. I was working as a lawyer um, and I saw Dress for Success on the news one morning and I thought, what a great organization. I'll have to donate a suit. And in my mind, I just thought I'm donating one suit to an organization because it felt like the woman on the television was really making a call to action to working women saying that if you could donate a suit, it can make a difference in another person's life. And as a lawyer, I completely got the importance of wearing a suit every day. And I knew how I felt when I put my suit on. And I wanted some other woman to feel the exact same way. So by end of business, I called the number of uh, the woman who was on the show. And I reached the founder of Dress for Success through a phone call. I had joined the board of the organization. Uh, she Certainly, just I got caught up in her energy and excitement for the mission and the vision, and I wanted to be part of something. I wanted to be part of something big. And you fast forward a year later, I left the work that I was doing uh, to work in a basement of a church in New York City as the organization was in its founding year. And within three years, I took over the leadership of Dress for Success, and I've been working here uh, 20 years uh, this month, and um, I've seen this organization grow from a basement of a church operation to now 163 offices in 29 countries around the world. That is, you know, it's so amazing. First of all, let me just say, you had to have had feedback. You had to have had people going, what the hell are you thinking, Joy? You're leaving <laughs> successful practice. Or we have to sit you down. You need to be talked to. Did you have that? Did people go, what are you doing? Sure. Well, you know, my biggest fan always, and he was relatively new to my life, was my relatively new husband who's stuck by my side for 25 years now. But um, so he said without hesitation, if that's what you want to do, if, if that's the direction you want to go, then go for it. My mom also, big fan, 
do what makes you happy. My dad, not so much. <laughs> uh, you know, Caribbean man, uh, immigrant to this country. You know, his dream was to have a daughter who was a lawyer. And he had no reference point to nonprofits or what that meant or, you know, where the, the end goal could be for somebody working in a nonprofit space. So he was probably the person who, if he could have, would have wanted to talk me out of it. But I always knew that I wanted to go into something that was going to be, that was going to make a difference. And I knew pretty quickly on that the type of law I was practicing wasn't something I, I wanted to do for, you know, long term. So for me, this was making a difference. This was having an impact and, and, you know, it, it's been that for me every day for 20 years. And that's the reason I'm still here. It, it, that's amazing. So you saw an obvious need and I've got to tell you really quickly, my personal story. So I was a single mother for four very little children. Um, no education. I was a military wife who, once my marriage dissolved, was stuck out into the world with four little children. So I worked any job I could. And if you, and you know this wholeheartedly, when you're feeding children and when you're trying to put a roof over their head and everything that you're doing and you have no education, you do not have time or money for your own self. You do not have money mm -hmm. for clothes. You do not have a clue where to go. Step one. I remember, and I won't say the organization I was working for at the time because I, I'm sure a lot of them listen, but I remember being in the lunchroom and I had a white blouse and black skirt that I had gotten from a friend. And I probably worn that outfit three times a week because mm. I would wash it and then filter in another outfit. And I was in the lunchroom and they didn't see me. And they said, how many times this week do you think she's going to wear that outfit? Wow. The devastation I felt. I pretended I didn't hear it, went back to work, got in my car, drove home in tears thinking my kids need shoes and I can't afford right. dress. So right. what you do is so near and dear to my heart that I, sure. I, I can't imagine it. But dress for success isn't about just the outfit. It isn't about no. putting clothing on someone's back. It's so much more. Take us through that. Absolutely. So I would say that the majority of the people who don't do know about Dress for Success feel like they know us because they've heard about our suiting operations, the, the fact that a woman comes to us because she needs a job. And so she also is going through a job interview. And so to look good is to feel great. And so we dress her for success. But what I like to say is that we dress her from the inside out, right? The outside is important. And obviously we get there. But you're, you're undressing and then redressing a lot of issues that are happening to that woman when she walks through the door addressed for success. So you're dealing with self-esteem issues. You're dealing with confidence issues. You're dealing with um, lack of worth, not validation. You, you're dealing with a lot. And so you have to unpackage that before you dress the outside. And so, it, you know, what we do takes time and it's very emotional and it's first around clothing. And so we give her the shoes, the handbag, the accessories, but more importantly, we give her the confidence and we give her the boost that she needs. We do resume reviews. We do mock interviews with her. We get her ready, really ready for the interview so that she doesn't have to worry about what she wears. But more importantly, she can focus on the job, the job that she wants, the job that's going to get herself and her children out of poverty 
the job that's going to make a difference in our life. And so that's the work we do. But once she lands a job, that's really when our organization kicks into gear because the real focus of Dress for Success, although clothing is important, is to keep her employed. And so we have a whole continuum of services, wraparound programs focused on health and wellness, focused on financial literacy, professional development, um, leadership training, you name it, we do it. We take a woman uh, and first help her find a job, but more importantly, we keep her employed. That is amazing. And you know what? I had no clue of that. That is such an important, powerful message because you're right. I mean, you're not saying that you're putting somebody in their lifelong job. We're hoping that they excel. We're hoping that they step up. We're hoping that they find somewhere for themselves and then go on with their lives and, and increase Absolutely. their incomes and increase their, their self-worth. However, it's, you know, it's in hard to keep people employed. I having this show and I have been blessed to speak to some of the most powerful women in the world. I get messages from women every single day that are in their forties and fifties now losing their jobs, losing their careers. And they think and that awesome. really is, is, um, pretty, um, it, it, it's, tre it's treacherous when, um, you have worked for a company in a number of years and you kind of put your blood, sweat and soul into something and you lose it. And then for a period of time, you end up losing your way. And it really is difficult for women over a certain age because ageism is real, especially as it relates to women. Oh, so and so it is it's definitely a challenge for women reentering the workforce over a certain age, especially when many, in many cases, the people who are sitting across the desk and interviewing them are the millennials. And so how do you relate? And how do you show your worth? And how do you have, help them your value and so we want to make sure that we give the women the boost they need the confidence they need the strength they need to go into interviews today and land jobs um, and that's what dress for success really is all about oh that that is the, you know the work life balance is so important in everyone's life because whether you want to or not you somehow tie your worth to what you're doing in the mm -hmm. outside world where people watch you, where people see you, you tie your self-esteem, your power, you tie your strength and your, and your, your core values to your job a lot of times. So when Absolutely. you lose that job, when you lose that position, you lose yourself, like you said. Yeah. Yeah. No, you really can lose your way. And, and so it takes an organization, it takes a village, right? So it takes oh. an organization like Dress for Success, which, um, you know, really is about uplifting women. It's about um, helping women find their power. That's the words you use, but that's what we use too. It's not about empowering her. It's about her empowering herself. So she has to find her power. She has to find her joy again. Um, and just really being there for her. And so I like to say that we're the soft place that she lands when she falls and that we're right here to help lift her up. And, and that's what Dress for Success does for the women who need us, who need jobs. But it also is a great place for women and men who want to volunteer and want to get involved and want to help another person. Um, you know, it's just a, it's a very, it's a, it's a great organization that just has the ability to change lives on both sides of the aisle. It blew my mind when I wrote your intro because I had no clue, first of all, the Dress for Success was in 29 countries with over 
150 locations. That's yeah. amazing. It's been pretty, you know, they call us, you know, in the nonprofit world, they call us the Starbucks of nonprofits. That the fact of the matter is in that 20 short years to have, um, you know, 163 brick and mortar locations as a nonprofit in 29 countries is almost unheard of. Um, especially today where everybody, rather than having like a retail store, you have an e-commerce site. Everybody's moving away from brick and mortar, but you can't move away from brick and mortar and dress for success because the work that we do is the touch and feel, right? It wouldn't be the same if we just mailed her a suit. Um, if she just sent us her sizes and we just packaged goods and got them to her house. It's the touch and feel. It's the intimacy. It's the talking. It's the... You know, it's the looking someone in the eyes and telling them that you believe in them and that, that you know they're going to land a job. Um, that's that's what dress for, that's the lift that happens at dress for success. And and so you know, as many countries as we can get around the world, and as many communities that need women to to work, uh, dress for success wants to be there and wants to in a in a in a in an epic way change women's lives because as you talk about. If I can change her life, then I change her children's life because in many cases the mother is leading that household. So if I can move her out of poverty, it's the greater likelihood is that her children won't be impoverished as adults and we can stop the cycle. So amazing. And stopping the cycle is so important. I know I get just three months ago or not even maybe two months ago, I got a letter from a woman who, and I hear this all the time, divorced in her, her late 40s, early 50s. Um, children are in their late teens, can't possibly make a mortgage payment, can't possibly do anything. Husband has left her and she is just beside herself. She is just desperate, desperate for help. And they don't know where to go. She said in her letter, I called, did an interview over the phone. The people loved me, loved me. Mm. She said they were just so excited to have me. She said, we set up the face-to-face -face interview. She said, I went in and she said, literally, I saw the look on their faces fall. Mm. They looked at me like, oh, because they realized she's in her early 50s. Right. He said, the woman behind the counter said to me, you know what? Um, So-and-so is busy at the moment. Let us give you a call back. Fill out this paper, sign your name, and we'll call you. And they never did. How, mm. how devastating. Yeah. Isn't that a shame? It's Isn't that a shame that somebody can't see somebody's worth? And, um, and, and, you know, it just, and that is not an unusual conversation. We're hearing that more and more for women who are, you know, struggling to find employment in what is a very different workforce. And so, you know, age and gray, those things aren't valued anymore. And it really is a shame. And so there has to be organizations like Dress for Success and, and nonprofit communities that help people get back on their feet and, and give them the support they need so they can succeed in work and in life. Absolutely. And I know this woman's a listener. So give her some, some hard tips, some really tips that she can wrap her head around to help her take a few steps forward. Well, you know, first of all, you have to get comfortable with that environment because in, in many cases you are interviewing with people who are half your age. And so 
you know, so you need to get yourself comfortable. So if you have any nieces or grandchildren or neighbors or people who are in that age group, it would be great to do some mock interviewing and some practice because the more, you know, the more you practice, the more it becomes perfect. The more you're comfortable, the more, you know, regardless of what someone might initially see in you, uh, the more you get a chance to shine. And so I just need her to get comfortable, right? And I need her to, and, and trust me, I believe, I believe this about everything that happens in my life. Some things are just not meant to be. But, you know, sometimes a number of doors close before the right door opens. And so my, what I'd say to her at the end is the job, that's the job for her, it's still there. It's out there. She just has to get to that door. And so, you know, practice makes perfect. Go on as many interviews as possible. Someone will see your worth. They will. And that will be the job that was always meant for you. And so don't fall short and don't give up. Never give up. Never give up. You got to hear a lot of no's till you hear the yes. That makes the yes that much sweeter. And you have a great story about that, about not giving up and knowing that you have worth because you, you say that, you know, by, by waiting, you have to be your own advocate, correct? Yes. Yes. Yes, absolutely. No, with everything you do, with everything you do. Um, and so, you know, I mean, for, for especially women, you know, uh, you know, we are, we should be each other's champion. We should blow each other's, horn. We should lift each other up. Sometimes it happens that way and other times it doesn't. So it's time for you to be your best advocate, right? If you don't believe in you, no one else will. Um, and so, you know, those are the kind of things that we need women to hear and we need them to step out on faith and believe, like believe you're going to be, you're going to achieve. Um, it is possible. It all is possible. It absolutely is. And you know what? For years, we've been told, you know, keep your head down, work hard, you know, accomplish the task and you will be noticed. No, you need to be noticed. You need absolutely. to be noticed. Well, when your head's down, you not only can't, you can't see anyone, most people don't see you. And so, you know, your head has to be up high and you have to walk into a room like you owned it and you've got to find sponsors on the job and you've got to have people who believe in you, who talk about you when you're not in the room so that other people know about you. Um, you know, those days of, you know, working hard and, you know, putting your head down and getting your work done and being noticed, those days don't those days aren't around anymore. Um, so you got to shine, right? You have to shine. Um, and that's what women need to do. That's what everyone needs to do. And, uh, but for us at Dress for Success, our passion, our purpose is just giving women uh, the tools they need to succeed. That's what we want to do. That's so true. There is no gold watch at the end of the day. There is no gold watch at the end of your career. You want to be the diamond. You want to be the diamond shining. So you have to advocate for yourself and you have to find alliances in the company that you're moving into. You know, talk to people, be assertive, say hello, say good morning. Don't just walk through the company with your head down and, and shuffle off to your desk or your position. Show that you're there to, to make an impact in the world, correct? Yeah, no, absolutely. You have to show up. You have to show up. You know, the, the, the work world, although unemployment is very low right now, it's still a very competitive environment. 
And so it's not just for the job that you got when you, when you needed a job, it's the job that you really do want. Yes. Right. And so people have to see you. People have to see you lead and you have to step into your power when you're on the job. You have to look for opportunities that will allow you to shine, shine brightly. And so um, and those are the kind of things that are going to matter for a woman who's reentering the workforce or moving from entry level to mid-level. Um, those are the things that she needs so that she's on the right trajectory. Absolutely. So this amazing organization, Dress for Success, covers so many things in the aspect of just your work life, your life life. And I, I just have to ask, what do you see, because the, the world is changing so quickly and life is so fast paced, what do you see for the future of Dress for Success? What do you see that you guys are going to be embracing further in the future? Well, the interesting thing is it's starting to happen to us now. And I say this because, you know, the unemployment numbers are relatively low here in America. And in other countries, they're, they're eking down. Um, but people are coming to dress for success. The corporations are coming to dress for success because they want our women as employees. And so we're being seen as a talent pool Excellent. for companies. Yeah. And so it's very different. That's not where we were 20 years ago. 20 years ago, we were helping uh, unemployed and underemployed women get into the job market. Now, with unemployment numbers being as low as they are, companies are reaching out to Dress for Success and saying, is there a way that we can post our positions through you? Is there a way we can tag the resumes when they come in so we can see this as a dress for success woman. We want to hire your women because the work you do, Joy, on the back end and supporting them once they're employed will help them maintain their employment in our company. So I think we're really going to be a source for employers um, and, and helping companies attract women into their jobs. Um, because I just really do believe that more women in the workplace changes the workplace forever. I love and, and so I want to see more women enter the workplace and not just at entry level positions. I want women to rise. Um, and so we want to give women the tools they need. And we have programs addressed for success. We have a lead hership program, which is really focused on the woman who's a mid-level manager trying to get her to that next rung on the ladder, which we know is often the most difficult um, to get from mid-level to senior manager to director level. Um, and so pushing women is what we do at Dress for Success. You know, we are, we are, we are definitely going to push. I absolutely love that. Let's shake the trees. Let's shake the trees and say, you know, we're here, what you're doing and, sh and have people, organizations come to you for amazing, amazing women that are out there that, that are just, you know, ready, ready to really take on the world. I love it. Exactly. Where exactly. Where can people find out more? Like, where where will they start? What is the start? The best starting place uh, at Dress for Success is our website. Because there you'll be able to see, is there a Dress for Success in my community? And how do I access it? And then if there's not a Dress for Success, maybe your listener could be a founder of a local Dress for Success in her community. Um, because she's the one to bring it there. So I would go to our website, which is simply dressforsuccess.org.org, um, and that's where I would start, is to figure out where is the closest dress for success and how could I help 
whether that's donating a suit, um, doing mock interviews with a woman, joining a local board of directors, how can I make a difference in another person's life? And if you get to the website and realize there's no dress for success anywhere around where I live, maybe then you think, I'm going to bring dress for success to this community. And that then becomes the way we connect. Excellent. This is just amazing. Please, Joy, please reach out to the One Tough Mother Show anytime that you'd like. We're here to help so many women. We've been, like I said, very fortunate to have some of the most wonderful women in the world on. And the women that follow the show just really appreciate and, and listen to everything and take it to heart. Thank you so, so very much for what you do for women with Dress for Success. And actually, you're, pretty, you're a pretty tough mother yourself, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I think. That's what I think. That's what you know. That's what I think. And and listen, thanks for lifting women up. Thank oh, you for being that. Absolutely. And when we come back, we're going to be talking about headlines and headaches. But until that time, I want to thank you again. Please reach out anytime. Remember, everyone, it's dressforsuccess.org. It's so much more than you thought it was. Listen to this wonderful interview and everything that Joy has to say, and take yourself to the next level. Thank you, Joy. Thank you. Have a great day. The One Tough Mother Podcast. Real talk with amazing women who have worked their way to the top and want to share their real life lessons with you. And we're back. And we've got headaches. And boy, do I have a hell of a headache. And headlines. Are you okay? Yeah, but there's so much going on. Let's let's hear what's happening. Mm, okay. Well, you know, we're always looking for... Uh, Maybe a better place to live because the dirty jurors is like, he doesn't always cut it for me. Right. Anyway. So um, the state that's giving away free money, um, <laughs> get excited until you find out what state it is. Wait, they're giving away free money? Yeah, free money. All right, let's hear it. The notion of a universal basic income has recently become a hot topic, but in Alaska, a form of a universal basic income has been around for decades. The $65 billion Alaska Permanent Fund generated by oil and gas revenue, has been doling out between 1000 and 2000 to majority of Alaskans every year since the early 80s. Studies have shown that the money has not uh, uh, disincentivized work, and Business Insider said the residents are using the money on everything from a splurge to saving for college. Wow. Uh, you know, I, I would live in Alaska, would you? I can't handle the winter here. <laughs> okay, all right. All right. Ridiculous. Hey, kids, they were moving to Alaska. Great. Yeah. Cool. There's there's five other kids that will be in school with you. <laughs> all right. All right. I got you. All right. Moving on. Facebook harvests personal app data. Told you. That's all I say every time everything in, like this comes up. I always say, I told you they're listening. Told you they're getting your shit. Told you they're following you. No, you're still on it, though, aren't you? Uh, very little, actually, on Facebook. Facebook harvests personal data from at least 11 popular smartphone apps, even if users aren't a member of the social media platform, the Wall Street Journal says, citing its own test results. The apps share the data without any prominent or specific disclosure, the paper added. Facebook said it's telling app developers in question to stop sending uh, its health, financial, and other sensitive information. Data shared by developers is generally used to target users with Facebook ads. The developers include HR Monitor, the, the most popular heart rate app on Apple's iOS, Flow Health Inc.'s Flow Period and Ovulation Tracker, ew, 
Real Estate App Realtor.com, owned by Move Inc., a unit of Wall Street Journal's parent news corp. Wow. Um, wow. Yeah. But you know what? <laughs> Honestly, I like Facebook for this. I like Facebook for um, having conversations with people that have like-minded, you know, but but unique situations like group type things. I like following my kids, my grandchildren, my friends and their grandchildren, like or children, things that they post. I just don't think you have to put every single aspect of your life on social media. I agree. But I love Instagram. You're the gram? The gram with the gram? I love the gram because guess what? A picture's worth a thousand words. I heard that somewhere before. Really? I made that up. Oh, that's good. Okay. And Al Gore invented the internet. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the power of a thank you note. Handwritten thank you notes seem to be uh, one older tradition that has survived the digital age. According to a study, a study by Account Temps, only 24% of job applicants send a thank you note after interviews, but 80% of hiring managers who receive them say they are useful in evaluating the potential of applicants. Proponents of thank you notes say they are an inexpensive way of strengthening a relationship and show the applicant cares about the job. Hmm. That's huh. good advice. That's good. I, I believe in that. Oh, good. All right. I'm glad. I'm glad you put your seal of approval on it. No, I, I totally love people that write me a handwritten thank you note. No, I'll write you one right now. Thank you. I'll Fold write you one back. Phone. What? I'll write you one back. Great. I can't wait to get it. <laughs> I'll pin it up on my refrigerator. <laughs> oh, shut up. All right. Uh, foldable phone has eye-watering price. I don't know how to say this company's name. Huawei. Huawei has unveiled its own folding smartphone at the Mobile World Congress just days after Samsung released its own version, the Galaxy Fold. That's the best thing they can come up with for that? Yeah, okay. right? How stupid. The Chinese phone maker's Mate X 5G smartphone will retail at $2,600. $2,600. <laughs> Sharply higher than its competitors. It will be released in mid-2019. The phone comes amid a slowdown in mobile phone sales, as well as claims that Huawei uses its technology to spy. Oh, cool. Give me that phone. Yeah. Oh Can God. I say something, too, about this? Wasn't yeah. there a flip phone? Didn't the flip phone fold? I rest my case. Well, this is a flip smartphone. There's, that's the difference. Yeah, You know what? It's actually... actually I think I saw something. It's really weird how it folds, but it does fold. Um, you know what's interesting too? I was at Verizon uh, a week or so ago, and my phone was a little messed up, so I had to replace it. It's, it's covered under insurance. This girl says to me, working there, well, why don't you just upgrade and you get like uh, the X or whatever, blah, blah, blah. I said, yeah, how much is that? Oh, it's like 800. Blah, blah. I, was like, I said, I'm not doing that because you spent it on this phone. I said, yeah, and I don't want to spend it again. My phone works. I'm going to spend like $1,000 every two years or something. You got to understand, Seth, there are people that are so like dedicated and obsessed with having the most current piece of technology. I know about 5,000 of them that they're like, oh, geez, I didn't know you had the droid, whatever, whatever. And I'm like, yeah, dude, this is like a great phone and it has like an amazing camera. And they're like, Oh, yeah, that's like three versions back. Right. Oh, you're cool. Yeah. 
I want to be you when I grow up. Me too. Oh, look, this is my favorite subject. Do meal kits have a future? Oh. Meal kits, meal kits, ah, meal kits appear to be having hitting hard times as customers and investors question the business model's future, according to Eater. Blue Apron, the market leader, reported in November that it lost about 25% of its customer base between 2017 and 2018, for example. Analysts cite costs and fading novelty for the, de- for the decline. While some meal kit companies have turned to grocery stores for a boost, it's not necessarily a solution. Sheft shut down in July despite being sold in 400 stores. I got to tell you, um, you know I like HelloFresh. Right. My Stop and Shop store, and then it disappeared. You know, because just putting something in the store is not enough. You have to market and promote it, which they didn't do any of. Correct. Right. So how you expect like something like to stick something in there and just like start selling? And it also has a it has a young shelf life too. I don't understand companies when they do that because it's like sudden death. Like. Okay, wow, we're on the shelves. And then they do nothing to... Here's the deal. Let me just give you my marketing from owning a marketing company for 20 years. Marketing 101. It's easier to put it on a shelf than it is to take it off. You have to spend time getting it off the shelf. Thank you. Uh, Wow, that was very well said. Thank you. All right, so that's the issue. Uh, I, I think they're great. I've used all those companies. They've all been really good. But Hey, yeah. Oh, well. Did you ever use Chefs? The one they just closed down? No, I didn't yeah. use that one. Oh, okay. No. Um, but, you know, I think eventually Whole Foods and Amazon will do something and just crush everybody. Yeah, I do too, actually. Take time off, but not too much. They say too much of a good thing can be bad, including free time. A recent study found that too little or too much leisure time can lead to a decline in happiness. Workers are the happiest when they have two and a half hours of free time daily. That's a lot. While those who don't work benefit from four hours and 45 minutes, the Atlantic reports. Insufficient time during which one is not busy doing something can induce stress, which in excess, while in excess, can lead to feeling idle. Yeah, you know, sometimes work ebbs and flows, You got but you got to find a way to keep busy. Yeah, I you know me, I go crazy if I'm not busy. No, you're already crazy. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, only six countries give women the same rights as men. Really? Only yeah. six? Only six. Wow. A World Bank report found that just a tiny group of nations treat men and women the same, legally speaking. The six countries have laws that give women equal economic opportunity to men are Belgium, Denmark, France, Latvia, Luxembourg, and Sweden, according to New World Bank report. What about us? Right. Where is it? All nations studied made progress in legal equality over the past decade, but this is just the first step in the right direction. The U.S. isn't even in the top 60 nations for legal environments that promote women in business. Not in the top 60? Not. That's shocking. I don't, I don't get it. How is that possible? We're not 35. in the top 60. It's crazy. 35 nations have implemented laws against sexual harassment in the workplace over the past decade. In the past two years, the hashtag MeToo movement has spread from the U.S. to the world, drawing attention to toxic work environments for women. 33 economies introduced laws to require businesses to, to offer paid paternity leave. The U.S. has no federal paid family leave policy. But I think more and more big companies are, are taking care of that. But what about the smaller companies? Those people get screwed, Right. Right. 
Um, Sub-Saharan African nations saw some of the biggest gains in legal equality over the past decade, but it was largely because of many of these nations were so far behind the others 10 years ago, according to the study's authors. Wow. You know, despite gains, women around the world still face discriminatory laws and regulations at every point in their working life. I find this really crazy. It's just crazy. It's hard to even believe that's happening. You know what? I, I absolutely do think that's the most bizarre thing ever. But you know what I think is also really bizarre? Like um, people that profile people for like their age. Like my girlfriend is in her 40s and she can't find a job because people look at her like, oh, geez. Oh, wow. And she's in her early 40s. Well, that's when you got to start. You reinvent yourself and got to figure out a different plan. Yeah. 100%. Like Martha Stewart did. Yeah, she's uh what is she doing? She entered the pot business. Her and I both, dude. She so totally did what I did a year later. She did it a year later. I forgave her for it. We talked about it. It's all good. I invested in pot fields and so did she. Wow. That's awesome. Well, she's working with the world's largest cannabis company to create a line of products for humans and animals. Canopy Growth Corporation hopes to leverage the lifestyle guru's brand and business expertise to its advantage. The company says it's already running trials to examine the effectiveness of cannabis compounds to improve the lives of humans and animals. While Stewart's partnership may raise some eyebrows, the venture dovetails with her love for animals and her friendship with the musician and pot advocate Snoop Dogg. How about Snoopy, that? Snoopy, Snoopy. No, not Snoopy, Snoopy. You know, um... Yeah. I'm not like I'm not like super like thrilled about legalizing pot everywhere. Like there's there's ups and downs in my mind to it. However, yeah. when you see something that's gonna happen on that that total and complete um dimension, you need to be involved. And there's just too there's too many advantages to it and you know, while it can be overused and, and abused, I mean it's alcohol has been legal a long time here and it's caused a lot of deaths and problems. Right. I don't think pot will even, uh, will do the same. Right. Okay. We got one more here. The FDA administration is warning customers or consumers. I'm sorry to avoid infusions of young people's blood to ward off aging, memory loss, and some diseases. Is that what this thing is now? The anti-aging is the young people's blood. Yep. Here we go. As the commercial popularity of such procedures grow, the FDA has issued the following warning. We strongly discourage consumers from pursuing this therapy outside of clinical trials, the statement says. Business Insider reports that startup company Ambrosia will no longer offer one liter infusions of plasma harvested from people 16 to 25 years old for $8,000. The FDA says such infusions may be dangerous. It sounds like a hoax. It's unbelievable to me. I I don't know. Um, I can't in my mind wrap, I can't wrap my mind around infusing younger people's blood into your body to, in hopes of not aging. You're going to age. You have to, the natural life cycle is as you age. I don't understand why it's such a big freaking deal. Well, everything's organs, right? So the, the only way you're, you're going to slow this down or, or prevent aging is by replacing all those organs. Yes. Maybe artificial ones or 
You know, you know what I mean? Like, that's the only way. That's what well, I'm with you on that, dude. I believe that's true. I mean, nobody wants to get old. Nobody wants to age. Nobody wants to be like, you know, look old. But there's other things you can do, like eat healthy, exercise, like rest, you know, drink wine. Oops, no, no, maybe that's not the one, but other things. <laughs> but um, to infuse blood that you buy from the internet from a 16-year-old? Or, you know, how about just wait for reincarnation? Oh, I didn't think yeah. about that one. Yeah. Write yourself a note, put it in your pocket. Oh, what if you don't wear the same pants? Oh, I don't know. Um, this is just too stupid. So I'm just, I'm just speaking in the stupid way. But you know, I, I totally get it. And aging is, let me tell you, that's a huge mark. I mean, Seth, we should invite, we should invent something for aging. It won't be billionaire. Why don't we just um, encourage people to become vampires? Good idea, dude. I know you. We're so good together. Anyway, totally. thank you again to Joy Gordon, Dress for Success, a phenomenal, phenomenal company. Does so much for women. I'm super excited. I'm going to go visit them when I'm in the city next time. And I'm super excited about everything that they do. Please check it out. Look into it. I mean, there's so much for women to learn from and mentoring and, and, um, they do processes of, of teaching you how to interview and resumes and how to dress. And remember, you're not going to find the perfect job the first time out. I mean, you have to work your way through a lot of stuff, but definitely, definitely check out Dress for Success. I'm just like blown away by them. I'm super excited to be anywhere near them. I think what they're doing is fabulous. Again, it's in 160 some locations in like 30 countries or 29 countries. It's amazing. So today's mother says is you are your only limit. And that's just so true. I mean, I hear people all the time saying, and I, this just bothers the crap out of me. I can't do it before they even have tried before they even know they say, I can't do it. And you are your only limit. So Think about that next time you think, well, I'm not getting anywhere or things aren't happening for me or this isn't going the way I think it should. Think about that because you are your only limit and you got to keep trying and, and check out Dress for Success and we'll be back. And everybody drive safely this week. There's, you know, we're going to have snow off and on. So this is it. March comes in like a what, Seth? Lions. Oh, very good. And goes out like a lamb. Thanks, everybody. Have a wonderful week. Okay.
Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.